1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel. Hello, ABGs and ABBs. As many of you know, Helen, Mel, and myself started our careers working corporate, quote-unquote nine-to-fives, most recently in social media, finance, and technology. Something that we learned to expect in these types of work settings was annual reviews, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with if you also work corporate jobs. And these are used to measure the employee's progress and ultimately perceived value and compensation. Mm. Fun. Review
0: process. (laughs) We have distinct memories of our experiences with reviews, some good, some not so good. As our hired team continues to grow, we wanted to dig a little deeper into one particular type of employee review process to reflect on our own experiences with feedback and to inform ourselves better for the day that we decide to implement a review process here at Asian Boss Girl. Yes, often dreaded,
2: the annual review can look different depending on the company. So three of the most common types of reviews are the self-assessment, where individuals rate their own job performance and behavior, the peer assessment, where coworkers rate individuals' performance. Then there's the 360
1: review, which is the focus of today's episode. So what exactly is a 360 degree review? Well, it is, as Mel mentioned, one of the different ways that you would do an annual review. Um, It's meant to be a talent development tool and provide feedback for an employee so that they know how to improve. Generally, feedback is only given downward, so meaning that you would get feedback from the person that you directly report to. But the thing about the 360 degree format that is different is that you actually get feedback from all directions. So you get upward feedback from your direct reports if you have anyone that reports into you and you also get peer feedback from people whom you work with side by side and you don't report into them and they don't report into you. So the whole point of this approach is that it's supposed to give you a more full and comprehensive view of a person's work style and skill set so that they can better understand how to improve themselves. Does and, that mean
0: that our review process is typically 120? I guess 360 <laughs> divided by three. Yes, I can do math. Yes. But I was like, what? <laughs> That's 180. That's half.
1: Half. What? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, that is, I guess that is right. Like sometimes when you do feedback, either it only goes in one direction um, or, it, or it only goes in two directions. Maybe you get uh, feedback from the person that you report into and then do side by side, but you don't necessarily mm-hmm. get it from um, or give feedback to mm-hmm. people that you, that you, is your boss, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this format is one that c- considers all of those. So usually, it happens like an annual review process. And say I'm Janet, I'm an employee. I have, um, I'm, you know, a director above me. I work with uh, people who are also UX designers. And then maybe I have like a staff UX designer. What would happen then is I definitely have to submit a feedback form to my boss, my director, for them to give me feedback. And then I would also, they would submit their form to me, and I have to give feedback to them. And then I would also get one that I would submit to my staff UX person so that they have to fill out to me and vice versa. And then I might get two or three where I have to pick um, of the maybe five or six people that I've done projects with at the same level, which two do I want to give a feedback form for them to review me and Mm. vice versa. So that's generally how how it works and how the
0: forms go around. And this is all done anonymously, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have personally never done a 360 review, so thank you for that summary. When I worked at my finest job, we did Q1, Q2, mid-year, and annual reviews. So mm. a lot of different touch points throughout the year, but never a 360. So for the both of you, when you were working with your corporate jobs, did you go through the specific 360 review process? Or what was your company's standardized review feedback process like?
2: For me, we didn't do the 360 review. I did have to give upward and downward feedback um I, but another thing i feel like i don't know if other companies have this process but um for my company every friday we have to submit like a weekly check-in and some of the questions are very light, like how are you feeling from a one to ten this week and then like submit it and you had to like sh- my manager made sure i had to do it every week mm. and then you can also give shout outs like this team member really helped me this week it, it feels mm. very like um happy morale building kind, <laughs> kind of, like of trying yeah to, you know, and
1: I, up the company culture
0: yeah so for the one to ten is it always only in the context of your work or is mm. it outside experiences too that affect how you feel it, it's kind of
1: like a you have to answer
2: in a short paragraph or like a three one to three sentences type mm. of thing
0: but always work related
2: Semi, yeah, Mm -hmm. usually. And then sometimes the questions vary, but we always had a weekly Mm check-in and like the whole like kudos, like give kudos. Thank you so much for blah, 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 blah. And I just felt very like you could tag them like Facebook style. Mm -hmm. All the employees had like an at. Mm -hmm. You just do that. Um, But the thing is, every time you like submitted these weekly check-ins, your manager would also review them. Or read them. Mm -hmm. And it depends Mm -hmm. on your manager and your team. If they don't care, they're like, oh, this isn't priority. If your managers don't care, they won't review. But my manager is very, like, by the book. So
0: she'd always review my weekly.
2: I feel six out of ten because blah, blah,
0: blah, blah, blah. It's always, like, these kind of things. So you always have a conversation afterwards? Would she be like, Yeah, like, did she ask you about it?
2: What is the missing (laughs) four? Sometimes she'll bring it up to me. Mm. I think she really, like, cared about that stuff. But no formal. We also just, just did one annual review right before raises and like promotions, mm-hmm. so that was just a typical thing and then we had like th- the questions were like probably provided by um do you guys have workday? Work no but i've heard
0: of it yeah before. i have heard yeah i
2: feel like we were it was administered administrated by workday so that also did our
0: uh review process so I it was see. all like mm. pre-made questions pretty much so yeah. i didn't have that experience what um, was your upward feedback like providing feedback for your managers
2: Okay, and here's the thing, well, I'll be honest and say I'm not really clear about this because I had a very open relation with my managers where we would check in. We always do weekly check-ins and then we'll talk about how we truly feel. And we became feel we were also same around the same age, so it felt like I we was talking to a peer, mm-hmm. but she was still my manager. And so I think in the beginning beginnings of our relationship, we would share like, "Oh, we need to work on this." So, it really felt like a relationship where like I'm sharing this I wasn't happy with, she'll share this thing Mm -hmm. Uh, she wasn't happy with me, and then we kind of got to a place we were working in the middle. So, um, my upward feedback would be in those like TV sessions. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it actually wasn't documented for other leadership to see, no, so Mm -hmm. that might be a separate Mm -hmm. thing, but um, I know this is like semi off topic because like this is like strictly about the review, but personally for me, which I'll share more later in uh, other questions, is that I, I personally like that type of relationship because. Then there's more like straight up accountability for each other versus mm-hmm. like, I'm going to tattle on you behind the scenes
1: yeah, to your
2: yes, direct yes. reports and like that. So I didn't, I don't remember having like questions like, does your manager, blah, 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 blah. I think at that point when I got the questions, I always felt like she was really good because we worked on a relationship throughout the year.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a
2: different type of.
1: Interesting. So it's like, less review. Form, it's less formal and it's not as formalized, but it seems like it actually was really effective for you guys. Yes. Hmm.
2: That was I'm my experience.
1: I don't know about you too. In some of my earlier jobs, it was actually very different from yours, Mel. It was very structured and only like um, only giving downward feedback. So Mm. I personally never don't remember ever giving feedback when I was like a staff person Mm. at some places. Um, But then eventually, like when I uh, switched into UX design, the last two corporate jobs that I worked at, uh, we did, both of them did 360 review processes. But what was different is on the first job, I w- worked in a very small and intimate team. Mm-hmm. And then the next job, it was at a large consultancy. So I got to see how, and they both did the same type of review process. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I found it to be a lot less effective when it's a big, big company versus mm. when it's a smaller company. And um, everything is very formalized. It's all written down so that upper management knows the feedback you're giving to your boss so that they can hold them accountable. Mm. If that makes sense. And, and because, um, of these jobs, I actually, I, um, I did not manage anyone. So I was only giving upward feedback and giving peer feedback and then receiving downward feedback and receiving peer feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But I'm curious to hear more about Helen's uh, quarterly reviews. That seems pretty like frequent.
0: Yeah, it felt like we were working already so much. And then on top of that, we had to provide feedback, oh, which is just a lot. I just remember when, whenever that time came around, no one was excited about it. It felt like it's just paperwork that you had to <laughs> do. And so, yeah, we had four different firm required formalized touch points of feedback throughout the year. And the way our teams were organized is that any individual would be working on a specific client or company, and there would be a complete team aside. So there'd be a PPED, which is a partner, principal, or executive director, basically and the big boss of the team. There would be a, a manager or a senior manager who would oversee a majority of the work and usually be the main contact for the client. And then there would be a staff or senior whose role is to crunch numbers, know the details, run the models, um, and contribute as much as they can to alleviate work from their direct manager or senior manager. And then the way that our feedback system worked is that every quarter you would request from your direct manager feedback for something that you worked on. And I believe it was required that you had like a certain number of reviews. So yeah. at least like three per quarter. But then if you worked on one large client or a, a much bigger project, then one was okay. And then your higher up would then comment on your ability to demonstrate leadership. This mm-hmm. could be feedback covered. Um, covering your ability to take ownership of your project, how you manage your teams, anything unique about your contributions to the project. And then the other factor of the quarterly reviews was the engagement or project level metrics, which focused on your effectiveness with your time, meeting deadlines, staying on budget, Helping the margins, making sure that the company was profitable, things like that. So, those were like the key aspects of your feedback review in a very formalized setting. And Mel's looking at me like, What? I know. I I remember she said P-pad or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) Puppy P-pad. P-pad. So, it stands for partner, principal, or executive director. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, opposite world here. Yeah. P-pad. I I lost Mel at (laughs) P-pad. Mid-years were also this sort of time for any aspiring individuals who wanted to go for a promotion to just start speaking up, to get their counselors involved and make sure the (laughs) p <laughs> group that they were aware that this individual is working towards a promotion by the end of the year. Mm. And there's usually a, a higher level of scrutiny and visibility of this person who is trying to go for this promotion. So that person's counselor will work with them to talk through what they need to improve upon throughout the year to hit that goal, what projects they needed to take on, who, didn't, who they need to work with, any technical issues that need to be addressed. And then at the year end, feedback is a much longer and more strenuous process where all the reviews from the year are looked at collectively. Um, and there's, I believe there was also a self-feedback form um, mm-hmm. and then also feedback um, that you're receiving just from your managers, no upward feedback. Um, and there would also be a rating system. So you would be rated from like one to five, <sighs> which there was so much controversy about that because people were like, oh, I don't want to be fit into a four. Like not everyone's reviews are going to be the same. It's not, it, it was just, there was a lot of like talk about getting rid of that system. And I th- believe they ended up having it be more of a one to seven or one to six. I want to say there, mm-hmm. there was a lot of research done behind this about the numbers, what? but instead of numbers, it says like needs improvement, oh. you know, mm-hmm. more improvement or whatever, mm-hmm. instead of using just numbers, numbers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more of like a psychological thing. Um, but then by the end of the year, that's when they announce who is getting promoted or who is just progressing, which is which means you're not getting promoted, but you're just moving on to the next stage, I guess, of your career. Or if you have, like, negative feedback and things that you need to work on that will be shared um, at the year end. So very formalized process. The complete opposite of what Mel had. Yeah. The informal feedback actually sounds really nice, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, because for us, it was, it felt forced that we had to do these quarterly reviews. Yeah. Did you feel like you got benefit out of it though? Like for some, I would say yes and no. I think a lot of times what it made me realize is that sometimes when it's so formalized, people will not give you feedback as things are happening because they're almost like Mm. waiting for the more formalized process. And it almost feels as if like, you're just working throughout the the quarter until you get the feedback, which they always emphasize. Like, give the informal feedback. Make sure to get coffee mm. and mm. tea with your employees um, and share, you know, what they can be working on throughout the process. Mm. But I feel like a lot of times it was just given during like, when you got that piece of paper back and you're like, oh, this is how you felt about uh, you know, me? Or I see, I see. Um, Wait, were you able to give upward feedback? No, we never had upward feedback to give, which... Mm. I'm sure a lot of us had things to say. Yeah. Let me just say that. Yeah, so, yeah. We never gave upward feedback. You could informally, but then, but then that,
2: that's... but would might hurt your own yeah, feedback. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. That might put a target on you if you did. Interesting.
2: I, f- I think I an observation I noticed, and I could be incorrect, but it, it feels like maybe because of my roles, it requires a lot of more interpersonal like mm-hmm. connections to, because like. It's more soft skills needed with my job versus yeah. you guys is like technical. Even the fact that you have to be right on like how much margins my role. T-? Keep going. Keep going. Am I. And are the, v- are the margins balanced? <laughs> butter. I don't know. I haven't pancakes. used it. To be honest, the first time I start using margins is like when we start working ABG. Wait, when do you use margins? I use margin in my pancakes like like butter. Oh, no, that's,
1: that's margarine. Margarine.
2: Okay, anyways, <laughs> I think I've heard it in like my town hall meetings, but like mm. obviously I'm the, I don't come from finance and like yeah, things yeah. like that. It's very creative. So I wonder, cause the informal type of like feedback maybe happens more in like the, the teams mm-hmm. or companies that are more like
1: interpersonal I think versus yeah. like, you guys are, you guys seem very technical. I think it's also based on size of company. Oh, okay. Size of company through. and industry. Because the larger you are and you have like investors to hold you to, you have to be able to support how things are going yeah, and, like, that's why true. you're paying someone the
0: amount that they yeah. are. Um, and I, that makes sense because if I think about it, there are so many people that are just so busy at the company just doing their work and you have to sort of see everyone – you sort of have to, like, compare everyone based yeah, on yeah. the reviews that they're getting in a more formalized setting so that you can make those larger decisions mm-hmm. of, like, should this person get promoted or should this person? And you need to have that quarterly – documentation of their work throughout the year otherwise it can get lost very easily that's of, true. like who is this person compared to mm. this other person that's also on the west coast but that is working in san diego or right. you know that's true and we can only promote a certain number of senior managers in this whole district so then you Ooh. use that to compare um each person that's true. they don't say that you compare but they definitely do <laughs>
2: i mean that makes sense i shouldn't i didn't uh, frame it that way
0: Well, for both of you,
2: is there a particular review experience from your time in corporate that stands out to you?
1: yes so i had shared that there were two companies i worked at that used the 360 feedback approach Um, but the one time that it really stood out to me where i found it to be super effective was when i was working at a media technology company that was on the smaller side and i was on a team that only had six people we were a six person design team and we worked very intimately together and on multiple projects so I think in that type of setting, you really get to know people and Mm -hmm. their working styles and you know all the details. Um, And I think that we got a really good sense of being able to then give each other feedback that you could act on, Mm -hmm. right? And it wasn't just kind of like in order to fill out a form, which oftentimes that is how it happened when I worked in a larger company. And I felt like I was giving feedback or receiving feedback from someone i only worked on like a project with for two months this is you know these are the people that I'm seeing every day working with so um, I found that to be really useful and the other aspect of that team in particular of why the 360 review I think worked well was the director of our six person design team at that time was very um, open about his own feedback. Like he would address, these are things that I need to work on. And I think it created a setting where people felt like, not only is it okay to have things that you're working on, but everyone should have things that they're working on. So it makes everyone feel like, um, you know, that there should be like, it made everyone feel like it's okay to give feedback mm. in order to improve
0: everything for everyone. How would he share that information? Would it be like at a company, a team meeting?
1: Yeah, so because it was only six people, it made it very, like we would do our morning check-ins mm. and he would be super informal. He's like, yeah, I just got back from surfing. And he's like, okay, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, yeah, I know if that's something I have to work on. I got to get things down in, um, like I got to manage my time better or I got to get you the resources you need better or something. He was just very like- mm. Aware. Mm, aware. Yeah. And I think because we are a small team, it made it easy to do. Do that mm-hmm. um, so I, I guess this company was small but then it actually grew and got bought out when I was on that team so I could see how there's like when you're in a smaller smaller company it's easier to implement a 360 versus like a large company mm-hmm. because th- think about like giving the feedback that you did and then you have to like 3x that if you're doing also peer and upwards right mm-hmm. so we were small enough where we could still do that but also big enough where they started to need to have to document things mm-hmm. so the 360 was documented and then he would verbally kind of just like address it
0: um, so then when in, amongst your team, you had to provide upward feedback for this person, right? But it was yes. anonymous. Yes. Did you feel like because it was anonymous, you could be a little bit more um, realistic about your feedback with them?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm i trying to think of... Because I actually don't think before this I had the opportunity to give upward feedback. And um, I think also because my director was someone who just seemed very... like casual and open. I felt like he is not someone who would be offended. Mm. And so um so if and because he had already talked about so many things already, like I felt like he was very self-aware of what he needed to work on and I could be helpful in like pointing out a specific example and giving a suggestion, you know. So it made it comfortable in that sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for this particular company, um I think we actually did I think I had like three rounds of annual reviews with them. But that uh, the second year was the one that was memorable. And I think it was more because of the size of our group at that time and my specific like boss because that changed over time when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had um, – I liked the ability to receive f- feedback from my peers, like people I was working with day-to-day versus just the person I directly reported into because um, the way that we worked as a team, I would check in with her on my work and I would get direction – you know, with her for certain things, but she didn't work with me side by side or like she wasn't on the teams and on the projects. Like I was her person to be in charge of the project, so getting feedback from the people on that team was more actionable. For, like it was more beneficial mm-hmm. for me than to get feedback just from her, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because she's not as in tune to like the actual technicalities of the projects that I was on. So in that type of work setting, I found that getting peer reviews is a was more beneficial than just getting like downward feedback. Mm. Um, and I think the opportunity to give up. Upward feedback also made me feel like the company valued my opinion, whether mm-hmm. it was just for optics mm-hmm, or not. Mm-hmm. Just being asked to give feedback was like, oh, they value it, and and I think particularly because my manager, because my director or like the the lead of that department um, would like openly share his like feedback that he got, I felt like it was listened to. Mm-hmm. So that was one particular experience with the 360 feedback where I felt like it was really beneficial. Um, but I also had other experiences in larger companies or other work settings where it didn't go so well. Mm. So I don't know. How about you,
0: Helen? So I will share a a positive one and a more constructive one. And when I say one, I mean feedback. I remember at work, I remember at work we say it's not negative feedback, right? It's constructive Mm. feedback. So um, the ones I'll bring up, the positive one first, obviously any feedback I've received at work, feels so long ago now. So mm-hmm. I actually, this was once this was one that I sent to my personal email for my work email. I think there were times when I was just like, oh, I want to save this outside of my work email because I want to look back on it one day. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to do that because it's outside of the firm security. But I don't know, I just did it anyway. Um, so there was one where one of my managers, I was a staff at the time, emailed me and um, basically said like, I am just blown away by the amount of effort that went into this model. Excel model. It is extremely difficult to deal with so much data that comes piecemeal. I forgot that we use that word a lot. Piecemeal.
2: I was like a three piece chicken set, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but in data form, yes. Um, in different formats and you could not have done it cleaner or better. Um, and there was way much more to the email, but that was just the gist of it. And I remember when um, I received it, I was on vacation in, in Mexico. And that one statement literally just made my trip. I still remember the feeling of just being so happy to yeah. have gotten that feedback, especially in a work environment where extremely high quality is the standard. It is very easy to mess up, mm. but you're not supposed to mess up. And when you're working at a firm like that, it's almost like you live on the sphere that one mistake could ruin your entire performance, screw up your entire hundred hours of work put into these models, and it was almost like we, we craved positive feedback whenever it came to us. Mm-hmm. And moments like this always made me feel validated, it gave us the gas to keep moving forward until the next positive review. But I for- I forgot until I read that message how much I like held on to positive feedback. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Do you feel
1: like um, has that – is that something that was like with you through like school as well –
0: you know what, maybe, maybe it's kind of like a um an evolution of getting good grades or, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> you know, where it is validation of your skill set mm-hmm. and what you're putting all this effort that you're putting into it and then like for what reason, right? Mm-hmm. Other than to feel like you're doing a good job at yeah, yeah. you know, what yeah. you're what you're set to do. So that was a um a positive feedback that I had received. Oh, and I will also say that with this feedback, it was reflected in the more standardized quarterly reviews, but this feedback that was provided was more off the cuff. So kind of oh. like the informal feedback that Mel was mentioning. And, and every time I did get an email like this, I thought to myself, okay, this person is so busy. The fact that mm-hmm. she or he took out the time to send this email really means that they appreciate it. So mm-hmm. I think that's what also touched me the most about that mm-hmm. um, particular email. It's really kind. Yeah. 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 She was great. She was really scary, but she, she she was great. That's also why I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the more constructive feedback front, there was one review that I had received from a senior manager that I had worked with on multiple projects under the same client. The, company, the client was making several acquisitions of smaller companies, and mm. our role was to go in and allocate value to all of the assets within each of the companies. So there was a lot of moving pieces, a lot of information to collect from each of the companies that were being acquired, a lot of emails and phone conversations that we held with the client. And for me as a manager on the project, I worked with the senior on the project to dig through the bulk of the information and purpose it into usable formatted content in the context of a working Excel model. The senior on this particular project was going through, I believe, some family issues, um, and he was just very not present half the time. So I remember I had to step in to rework the model, quality check every single change that was made in the model by him. And just for context, there are like 50 to 100 tabs in these models, all linked and working together like a well-oiled machine. So as you can imagine, it was difficult to manage because you need to like literally look at every single number in every single tab and understand the full extent of the model. And as a manager, you're supposed to have more of like a hands-off bird's eye view of the project to be the one that's communicating with the client and to also focus on every little detail without really needing to focus on every little detail, you know. And I'm someone that doesn't micromanage unless I need to. And for this project, I like definitely needed to. But in any case, my feedback that I provided to my senior was was not very positive, clearly, right? And the feedback that I received, because of course it's not just me and the seniors, it's me and my senior manager. I actually found an excerpt of it, so I will read it on... Wait, tell me. <laughs> yes. I should clarify. Yes. Who gave the feedback you're about to read? Who gave you this feedback? My senior manager. Who's going through family problems? No, my senior was the one going through family problems and he was the one that's not, that was not performing. God, and you had to step well, in my and I had God step I in to do a lot of his work and that's my baby in the background. <laughs> So this is the feedback that she wrote for me, um, and this is a small part of the larger review. But she said, from my perspective, although the project was delivered on time and the quality of the work was appreciated by the client, the late nights and hurdles we needed to jump through were a failure for the senior manager, her, and the manager, me, more so for myself, this coming from her, as the senior manager. Collectively, Helen and I should have communicated better to avoid those last-minute fire drills, even if it meant restaffing the project to a more experienced senior analyst. I believe that this engagement presented multiple lessons to be learned on executing large engagements, and my hope is that Helen and I can work together to bring the team together to gather 360 feedback so that we can create a structured plan to execute these types of engagements more seamlessly going forward.
2: I felt... Maybe I thought that review kind of like... I mean, acknowledge that you guys might have need a stronger team member to support. Yeah. But I didn't think it was, like, critical of, like, your work.
0: Yeah? What did you think, Jay? Uh,
1: it sounded like she was trying to own up to her response. Like, she said it was, like, a lot of her – a failure on her part, it mm. sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also sounds like maybe a, a type of feedback that is worded in such a way that upper management would want to hear it, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: right. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the way that I kind of read it was – it felt like a lot of the focus was more on yes, I think she, she took ownership of the, the failure and she said it was probably more so on herself. But the part where she mentioned like the client was happy and we delivered on time, honestly, that is a, a big part of our job and I feel like it, it was gleaned over a mm. bit too much, in yeah. my opinion. Maybe just based on the context of how length like, this was like almost a year long process. Mm. Uh, and to focus less so on the results. The deliverables, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the deliverables. And more so focusing on like certain events, which I guess you're supposed to do during feedback mm. too. So I wonder yeah. I
1: wonder if she's gotten feedback from other projects she's been on with similar challenges. Cause as like I think working in client services setting, mm-hmm. one of the biggest challenges is that you're always like it's always over, it takes more resources than you plan for, right? It's really mm. hard to avoid going over time or over budget. So maybe she got feedback from other things mm. that made this one, that it's like it's her another feedback one. Yeah, yeah. For other
0: people, yeah. I will say that the critique that she made here that we should have communicated better about the senior on our project and that that comment to me, actually felt like it came out of left field. And maybe that's why I'm, I'm like, this is constructive feedback to me because we had spent so many days and nights in a room together, the three of us. And it was very clear that the senior was not pulling his weight. So I'm not sure why it wasn't obvious that if she has the power to make that switch of a senior, mm. she Probably wouldn't do she that herself. Do and yeah, yeah. instead mentioned that it was a communication issue between myself and her. Oh, uh, I see. You mm. know, so that's something that mm. um, I think... I would have appreciated if it, it was possible for me to give her upward feedback because mm-hmm. that came uh, as a shock to me. It wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. given in any informal feedback throughout the full year. It yeah, was until yeah. this last you know, yeah, year-end yeah. review that I saw that. And for the the P PED group, like they're looking at this as if this is your total the totality of your work. Right. So for me to see that on paper, I was like, wait, you didn't tell me that. Wait, you were in the room. Why didn't you make that change? So maybe that's also her owning up to it by saying Mm. a lot of it was her fault. fault. But then it it muddles my review of what what I did on the project. So it's yeah. This was a comp I guess it's very complicated. It's it's hard to summarize feedback into one form. Yeah everything that you did throughout the year and i think it's important to balance your feedback based on the magnitude of the different contributions throughout mm. the year so maybe just something to note with you know with feedback giving
1: and i wonder if like say if the senior had been able to give you feedback you might have actually gotten very positive feedback because he's like I couldn't do my job and she did like what she could to kind of step in and fill or like to guide me in the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so this is an example where I could see for 360 where they say you just get more like data points mm, essentially, I see, I see. Yes. versus yes. just everything on that one person. Yeah.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm curious what his feedback for me would have been. And yeah, I, I guess that should have been on me also to maybe just ask for it, but you know, right after you're done with the project, it's on yeah, to the think... next one.
1: Yeah. And usually it's not, if it's not formalized, in your a company for that. Or it should be then. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I would say that if we had a better system and an actual system in place for the 360, like she mentioned, Mm -hmm. that could really benefit a firm, especially like one in the big four. I think a lot of these companies' goals and drivers are so numbers and margarine related. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if any firm wants to retain their employees, it's important to focus on the people side of things. Hmm. Top-down management, it's extremely effective to everyone in the organization and um, you know, even people in leadership, they have developmental needs too. So if leadership is not receiving feedback from their staff or seniors, then the system and the whole dynamic of a firm will never change. And if people Mm. keep leaving and you're like, why do people keep leaving? Ask yourself that question and accept feedback so that there can actually be change made with Mm. honest feedback.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree with that. It's always really fascinating for me to hear about both your experience, especially Helen's, because we're like very opposite ends of the work spectrum. Mm. Um, cause I'm just like, dang, like I, 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 I see how like, like, like kind of like you mentioned, like if the leadership isn't changing, there's really no, like you yeah. have to change something about it with right. the feedback system. But
0: right. yeah, I'm words, curious to hear your experience, Mel. Is there like a particular one that you remember?
2: I'll be honest and say it was very hard for me like to pinpoint the exact memory and I'll, and I'm not sure if this was a standout moment, but I just remember the feeling I felt during one of my corporate reviews. And just for context, I mostly worked at startup like places and and I either one, didn't have a formal review process from um, my other companies or two, I didn't stay there long enough to have a review. Uh, so I would leave for a different job. So when I talk about my experience, it's gonna be from the job I had for four years, working in like fashion, social media and production, where I mostly had the same manager. So we did really developed this like relationship, kind of like I mentioned earlier. Like I said, I mostly remember the feelings of the review because it felt like a progression of the years I worked under my manager. And it was my first like corporate experience after, like, you know, like being like a wildflower and trying all Mm -hmm. these different things. Cause I always hear about the, you know, the experience, like the review experience through my my friends. I never had it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll say my manager was very by the book. So during my review session, she always had a printout of all the questions and answers for me and for herself. And she would like, she literally go one by one and be like, oh, this is what, this is the question, this is what I said for you. She was like very thorough. Um, and I think our reviews were, like I said, uh, um, selected uh, questions through Workday, and which is our employee platform. Um, I, her delivery and answers were very honest, but also very encouraging. She's just such mm. a sweet person, and very kind. And I, I think, again, like I mentioned before, we developed this like informal relationship where we felt, it felt like I was her peer, even though she was my manager. But we would work, we worked closely together for three, four years and... Um, working in production, you go through a lot of like grind together and I felt like I really developed this respect for her. I'll also mention like my last two years working under her, I took her critiques in and didn't have much things to work on by the time I left because obviously working together for four years, you're kind of like, there's only nothing new I can change with production, you know? But I can't remember this clearly, but I think I may have cried at my last review with her. Oh, And I think it's maybe because, one, I knew I was leaving to a different Mm. team and I just developed such a strong relationship with her. And two... Um, this reviews was our review reviews for the time that you kind of talk about getting a raise. And for our company, there's always like a max percentage of how much each employee can get. It's like, I forgot how much like 3%. I don't know, but you could get a, like a range depending on how well you did. It's not like a large rage raise either. But I remember when she was giving my review, she told me after giving me going through all the different questions, she says, I'm going to ask my manager, which to approve my request for you to get the max review or the max percentage raise that I can give you. And I remember being so like touched by this because I knew at the time, like she was struggling to get a promotion herself Mm. and she was so good at her job, but for some reason she couldn't get promoted. Like she deserved Mm. like that promotion because she literally held the team together And I just felt such a strong sense of like, this is so unfair that you're my manager and you're so good and you're giving me a promotion or a raise, but you can't get that for yourself. And I felt like that's just not fair. I think for me, like that moment was significant because I think during these reviews, you're able to pick up on like what you value and like your manager. And I think for me during that time, I was like, wow, like you're such a great manager because you're like here, you're you just you're here to protect me and you're, you're vouching for me and I felt like that is something I really just wanted to emulate mm. after my time with her and at that company so like that moment just stands out to me because like now when I think back about my my experience with her even the beginning wasn't the best we like got to such a strong place through these informal reviews and like mm. due to those informal reviews our formal reviews were such a great experience for me that I never felt like oh shit I have to like go through this process so I don't know I just learned like a Wow, she's a great manager. Wow, I want to like be like that too mm. at my next job. So that was my experience and my takeaway from it maybe a little bit different, but yeah,
0: such a positive Aww. experience. Do you remember anything that was like more on the more constructive front?
2: um all my constructive stuff is more like oh mel i could be here on time more like make sure you're like you're organized and you're like t- yeah. um you're more detailed like so, so it's nothing like too crazy where like you're not yeah. doing your work
0: yeah hmm. well jay since you have done something that is more similar to the 360 feedback what were some not as beneficial things about doing this type of a holistic review
1: yeah so i will say the one kind of aspect that i felt like maybe there's room for like error is when you do um the side-by-side feedback where Mm. your peer you choose peers to review you and then peers choose you to review them you're usually given the choice to select those people Mm. and you could be very strategic and maybe only select people that you know that you guys like had a successful project on or like you got positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement from them and then you would never maybe go to the person that might actually give you constructive feedback Mm -hmm. but you're just afraid that they're going to give you a bad review. So that's Mm -hmm. the one thing that I could see. It's like um, if you have like – five people at your level and you're only given like two people that you you can you have to select to review instead of making everyone review yeah you could be a little biased or Mm -hmm. you'll you'll get biased results that way Mm -hmm. the other thing is if you don't have someone consolidating all the open-ended feedback which is like you know where you write like okay give me some examples of ways they can improve or suggestions and then you're kind of like just typing right then the person receiving the feedback could actually recognize the way you type or the way you write. Oh, I see. So if you don't have someone consolidating mm. all that and making it into bullet points or whatever, that could also um, either like reveal some of the anonymity and then also maybe then as the feedback giver, I would be less inclined to fill in that part because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, or I would be less inclined to say something negative because mm. I don't want to like mm-hmm. rub them the wrong way. So those are the things that just to kind of as a lookout for. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't
2: think about like making sure someone like kind of rewrites or like paraphrases Paraphrase, the, the yeah. critiques. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think another thing that, um, I don't know if it relates to 360 because I never got to do like the peer feedback, but one critique I would give is that sometimes like you guys work in different teams and your manager may not be involved in your projects, and right. they're the ones critiquing that person. There's always one person on my team that we didn't have the same manager, but I'm always been. She was so hard to work with. I'm like, I wish I could give her critique or her manager. Mm-hmm. Like, she's hard to work with on all these like projects, but we can never give that like cross team feedback sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, well, how does she get
1: that Like, you know, like yeah, that is she. That would be one example where I feel like 360
0: peer to peer would have been great.
2: What if it's like a little bit? She when she's like a manager, but you're like, she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fear to fear, huh? Um, there was yeah, I see, I
0: see. there's one person that literally will make people cry in like every meeting, which is insane to think about that this person has that much power over anyone. But yeah. I just remember entering this room to like have this meeting with him and I was like <gasps> and I ended up coming out crying. I was like, Oh my gosh, it's true. Like it's insane. But then yeah. no upward feedback could be given. And I think similar to what you were saying, Jades, I think we did try it once, whether it was Um, the team decided that it might be good to to do 360 and there might have been like an anonymous box or something in the middle of our bullpen and it's just like yeah just drop in a note if you want to give anonymous feedback and no one did because your, either your handwriting yeah, or yeah, the yeah. way you speak. Um, and I think it, there might have been a more formalized process where you could do it on, like, an internal site. But then someone was like, oh, they could track your IP address oh, and, like, gosh. get it back oh. to you. And all of a sudden, no one was, like, giving upward feedback anymore. So I don't know what the best way mm-hmm. to, to, do, to do this is. I'm sure if there was an actual, Ooh. like... Yeah, what do I think? actually
1: my first job, which is at a big four, the way that that was done well was the managing partner, who was the boss of all the bosses. He was very personable and would mm. visit the cubicles of the staff and like have one on one combos with him. So that's that good. was one way that's would a ask good it. yeah yeah yeah. But in the absence of someone who is going to be open like that, that's so hard yeah. to give upward feedback yeah. if it's not formalized. It's just
0: ugh. Feedback, is, feedback is such a sensitive scary. topic. <laughs> yeah, sensitive. yeah, sensitive, but also necessary. Because even like for mm-hmm. your manager, Mel, it's like, was she not receiving enough formalized feedback for her to get her promotion? Mm. Was it all mostly just informal and not documented? You know, And maybe the people that w- were going to promote her need to see that sort of documentation. Yeah, I don't you know, know. It could also be budgeting. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of different factors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now for the fun part, since we've been now working together for more than five years as co-founders, we view each other not only as peers, but in some ways, managers as well, especially with how we approach accountability and how seriously we take the reporting we compile and share for our respective disciplines, myself in finance, Mel in social and Janet on the tech side of things. We thought it'd be fun and hopefully not too nerve wracking to review each other on this episode. So we're going to look at the categories of communication, interpersonal skills, leadership abilities, and problem solving, which are pretty common buckets within the 360 review context. And we'll pick a category for each person. So we're not going through the whole list for each person. We'll just pick one bucket per person. Depending on the wording, these questions can be answered with yes or no, or a scale from 1 to 10, whatever number, or even a descriptive range like not at all well, not so well, somewhat well, very well, and extremely well. So let's start with uh, let's start with Mel. <sighs> I hope you guys don't use
2: a number scale on me because I'm not used to that type of format.
0: She's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
1: All right, starting with Mel, um, within all the different categories to evaluate the type of work that we do here at ABG on the, I guess like founding team level um, Mel has really strong communication skills and what that breaks down into is one type of way to evaluate this would be um, does Mel listen well to others suggestions and I would say she does that very well um, every time we're in meetings she's constantly listening to other people asking for people to like participate and I think that generally when an idea sticks she will um, move forward to help implement it. Mm. Uh, Another aspect of communication is uh, whether she communicates effectively with customers, managers, and peers. Here at ABG, we do a lot of meetings. (laughs) We have a lot of meetings between the three of us. We have a lot of meetings with members of our team, a lot of meetings with um, external, like, brands and partners who we'll be working on campaigns with. And every time we've been on calls where Mel is actively, like, leading the call, I think that she does a great job of communicating. So I would say that those are some great strengths for miss mel on our team
0: mel you're making some faces over here what are these faces this feels so formal like i
2: was like i was like pardon me when i was getting ready for this part i was like i'm not trying to sound i may not sound as formal as (laughs) y'all
0: this is a formal review process and we're doing it live okay i know crap honestly yeah this is nerve-wracking
1: Are there any more pros that maybe, I mean, Helen wants to jump in with some maybe like other strengths. Yeah, I mean, I feel
0: like, yeah, exactly what Janet said. I feel like you do a really good job of um, taking suggestions of what needs to be done and figuring out how to implement it or being like, okay, let's figure out when we need to get this done by, let's work backwards, let's like stay organized because I think you need to have things sort of planned out so that you can see your schedule moving forward, but that helps everyone else because then that helps us to organize our schedules as well. So that is a huge plus, um, that I see from Mel. I also feel like you are incredibly good at the creative side of things. Obviously you're like the unofficial, what CMO, C marketing officer, smoll. social, smoll. you're the, the small, <laughs> small male. Um, but you do a really good job of creatively thinking of different things you know, things of whether it's episode topics or if we're working with, um, a partnership, a brand, like coming up with creative concepts, that is definitely something that you bring to the table very, very well.
2: Thanks. I appreciate your feedback. <laughs> um, well, should we give some constructive, constructive
0: feedback? This is what we waiting for. I feel like it's always like that. It's like, <laughs> oh, what's it called again? The, um, compliment, the compliment sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, so make sure you say uh, uh, the bread part after this. And the bread part. <laughs> <laughs> the soggy bread part at the bottom.
1: Um, okay, well, I think there is one part within um, within work that Mel maybe could um, focus on, and <laughs> you know, put a little more attention into. Wow, these great words. Um, <laughs> and probably this would most uh, appropriately fall within the interpersonal skills category, kind of. Mm, um, damn, I mean, it's fine. Hey, we all have things to work on. It's good to have things to improve on, right? I think... We're not robots. Yeah, Yeah. we're not robots. Um, So within the category of interpersonal skills, um, this deals less actually with maybe how she handles her relationship with other employees, but more how she handles her relationship with... Um, stress. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, like Helen shared, Mel is a very planned person. But I think what that comes down to is like she also holds so much information in her brain because she very much likes to feel like she can like organize it and manage it and be in control, which which is good. But that will lead to a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. She literally like knows everything that's happening on our calendar all the time. But what happened? <laughs> she's like yeah. Helen, a month
2: from now, what are you doing? Yeah, like we're, we're doing this. Girl, and just we just cut down five do minutes this ago. time. This day <laughs> That's yeah. true.
1: Um, but yeah, I think, and this is a skill that I honestly believe that everyone, um, especially nowadays with like all of the amounts of media that we're given and all the ways that we are reachable with technology, Mm -hmm. um, to learn to effectively manage your stress levels for yourself and then also for your team. So I would say, um, yeah, maybe that's something that, that we can help, uh, Mel and support her on improving.
0: I 100% agree with that critique. How how do you think you're going to manage that going forward?
2: I actually was in a... You yeah, know, it's funny. I Google everything. I was going to Google. How do you manage stress? <laughs> I do think, okay, so I heard this amazing quote from Jay Shetty that I'm like trying to hold on to and everyone talks about self-care, but I'm going to focus on like morning rituals. And for me, that also includes like eating well in the morning and waking up at, a, at the same time, journaling, whatever. But he says, your morning, re- your morning routine is like your armor for the day. And I'm just like, Yeah. I don't know why this just spoke to me because I do feel like every time like I wake up and do the same thing and like take care of myself, I feel like I'm ready and more mentally mm. able to handle what's to come. Versus if I didn't have it, I feel like I'd be scrambling and on edge all day. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like setting these little like sacred moments, and whether that's a ritual in the morning, whether that's something you do that you set, set some discipline for yourself. Um, I think that's something I'm holding on to and. Yeah, I totally agree. I need to let go of control. And I know that's Mm -hmm. something I hold on to. Like, yeah, it's true. Like, I'm on the calendar every single day. I know exactly when Helen has a dentist appointment next weekend. (laughs) I know when Janet is going to be in Mammoth one week. I just know (laughs) all these. I legit know your guys' schedule. It's kind of crazy how I do. And it's like somewhat obsessive Mm -hmm. just to know what's going on. So that I can plan ahead. Mm -hmm. It's control. It's okay. I think
1: we all have. It's a very human thing. All right, hello. i looking
0: at you. I wonder if this is awkward for our listeners to listen in, because I'm like, over here.
1: <laughs> I think it's good to to learn to be comfortable, or to learn that it's okay to to do critiques, I guess, or like constructive Yeah, right? yeah. it's just good exercise.
2: I think another layer to this why why I might make it a little bit awkward is because I do, I mean, even with your when your friends or at work, like even giving critiques or it's like semi-confrontational it's a little mm. just awkward situation but i will say when you guys go through these things together whether it's your manager or your team members or your friends you do come out of it a bit stronger Strong. yeah. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. even though right now i'm just like all right hello give it to me it's, <laughs> i think i i know in the end it's just like it's nice to get this especially with us we've been working for five years
0: and we're friends it's just like you know we gotta give it to it straight sometimes you know Um, okay, so the next person that we're going to give feedback on is Janet. So with Janet, we're going to focus on leadership abilities, the category of leadership abilities. Does the employee take accountability for the work and carry it out to the deadline? Does she bring ideas to the table when problem solving? And on the interpersonal skills side, does this employee create deep and strong relationships with their team? So again, these are questions straight out of a 360 review example. I will say that in general, Janet is extremely strong at keeping us organized and staying on top of what we need to focus on. She's kind of like, she's kind of like the glue. I think I mentioned this yesterday. For us, aware. she's very aware of how each of our work streams are tied mm-hmm. to other parts of the podcast. How, okay, if we need to like launch merch during this time, let's work backwards. When do we need to get the photo shoot done? How about the location? How about the website? Very organized, which... I very much appreciate. And Mm -hmm. you also bring great ideas to the table, especially when it comes to problem solving Mm -hmm. and figuring out just like how to get from point A to point B. Hmm. I think Janet is also very even keeled. Mm -hmm. She is our emotional rock. And I think working together as friends, it is important to have someone who has these interpersonal skills who can be the stability for all of us. And yes, there are days when, when Janet feels a little bit like a little more down and like we're there to pick her up. But I would say in general... Janet is our rock. I 100% agree with that. Yeah.
1: I like that. I'm rock (laughs) and (laughs) glue. Oh, oh. Oh. Gluey rock.
0: (laughs) Oh, you can glue eyes on her or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, she sees sees everything.
2: Uh, Helen said everything. I I feel like Janet is just a very dependable team member Mm -hmm. like you can always rely on her and like I think she always if she hits a fan she'll always volunteer herself to Mm -hmm. to do something to like hey how she's like how what can I do to help support you or like do you need me to take anything off your plate like she always is like voicing that if someone is like stressed Mm -hmm. aka me (laughs) so I always (laughs) appreciate you being you stepping in and having that like foundational side of you because I do think you're one of our strongest pillars yeah yeah
0: I would say the only critique for Jay, and I know this is something that you've mentioned yourself in the past, is that you would like to work on creating a more comfortable and personal environment for the team. Um, not, not I guess, amongst us three, but like our extended Greater team, team yeah. members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And perhaps making more of an effort to reach out to our team members to check up on them, which I know feedback for myself as well. I can also do a better job at doing that. Um, but that's an area that I think could be helpful for development.
2: Mm -hmm. I also want to add I think the reason Jay you mentioned this to to us in the past because I think your previous work you work more like in a like a collaborative setting where like you kind of meet go over things and you kind of work autonomously Mm -hmm. but I think now shifting over to a founder where you're managing people it's a very different mindset to manage a team Mm -hmm. and building that type of like deep connection with your extended team members is a different type of I guess like exercise and like skill to develop especially when you worked in like 10 years or in in a different type of career setting
1: yeah no I definitely this is something that I think I noticed uh was very different once we started working in our own company and once we started growing our team because it was easy with just the three of us that was actually more similar to my past work environments which is you have like three people who are all um around the same like like level of skill or just coming in and bring their own skill set and working as like a flat team. But now that we build up, um, you know, different members and we have different meetings where not everyone's present, there's a lot of liaisoning mm-hmm. and, and managing basically. That's like a little more new to me. And I think I have maybe some of the more technical project management side down just from having work experience. But some of the interpersonal, like creating a comfortable, like mentor type dynamic or mentee type dynamic, that is like, I know I'm also generally a more reserved person so i would like to work on that more yeah Mm. definitely
0: wow look at that feedback and that acceptance (laughs) and and things going into motion i wonder if like (laughs)
1: real reviews feel like
2: this actually mine felt like this yeah yeah. all righty well we have one more final person to review oh goodness yay give it to me okay i don't <laughs> worry i won't review like your freaking past experiences i'm like i don't know to, <laughs> yeah you know, whatever you say i can take it i'm your pee pad pet <laughs> <laughs> pet whatever it's called all right so for helen we're focusing on like management and problem solving which i will say you're very very strong at helen to me and i think Janet would agree i think you're like one of our key problem solvers like you're also pretty even keeled to like janet I, both of you guys actually are I mean, I don't know if I solve any problems, but I feel like you guys guys are the first to, like, be... Because I am always stressed. You guys are the most, like, tempered one. I'm like, all right, we got to get through these problems. Helen's really good at just quickly getting through things. You're really efficient. Mm. And I also wonder, it's because, like, um, in your past work, you had to be quick because you're working on so many different things that you're really good at problem-solving things as they come up. And you're actually really good at delegation, which I think people actually have a difficult time doing. And... I think with your problem solving ability, you're also uh, one of our key visionary people. I know all three of us are visionary people, but I think you're able to see ahead as ABG as a brand and how, what are ways to crave, create the path to get there. Mm. And you have so much faith in us as a brand, but I think not only, you're not the type to be like, we're going to do this. You're like, we're going to do this, but this is how we're going to get there. Mm. So I feel like that's not, you're not just like a, I don't want to. Not a head in
1: the clouds. Yeah. sky Thinking that's like totally fantastical.
2: Yeah, so I do think you're very good at, like, helping us think ahead and, like, what ABG can be. But you also push us along and encourage us very, like – I always say you're our gas pedal because you push us along really to that vision – Mm. Which we really appreciate.
1: Yes, I think that when it comes to driving us, um, not only towards like a bigger vision, but also just like day-to-day meetings. Helen is very, because of the efficiency, I think she's very good at being like, we have three hours. Here are the things that we need to do. Mm -hmm. Let's get them done. Work on your interpersonal skills, Helen. (laughs) No, I appreciate like, But you don't ever do it like... Y'all fuck is low. Like you're always very like, no, no, yeah, hey, yeah, like yeah. very efficient. Yeah, I think you do drive us quite a bit mm-hmm. in a positive way. Um, and with problem solving, um, I do feel like as a, I think your experience as a manager plays a lot in our work at ABG, especially at this level. Now that we do have team members, mm-hmm. um, being able to delegate is a big skill. And then also when, when different members of our team will slack with questions, I noticed Helen is, um, when you're available and when you're like working, like you're very quick to answer and give all the key things. So mm-hmm. I think that's like a, being able to compartmentalize and then like project manage a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I I would yeah, Mel said pretty much yeah. a lot of the things I can say other stuff, but
2: we're focusing on the problem solving and management for Helen. Yes. Um, cool,
0: thanks. <laughs> All
2: right, so I guess we are concluding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right,
2: I guess we're ending with the critique. So the one critique I would give Helen, I think sometimes probably due to your life and your workload. Obviously, you're transitioning. You know, have you know having a child. And balancing a job is really difficult. I think there are times where you may not meet certain deadlines for other teams' deliverables. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard because we have so many – our deadlines are tight, and we are managing so many different projects. It's hard – it's easy to lose track.
0: Mm-hmm. I will
2: say that. And it's also coming from a week where we're like, oh, my God, we have so many things to do. So I do that, – that would be my only critique.
0: Completely understand where that's coming from, and I see it in myself too. I'm working through it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out this – working mom balance. And I think it's very um, difficult to try and figure out how to do this as someone who is also wanting to over deliver or make sure that we are meeting our overall team goals and uh, our ABG goals and things like that. So I think there was a period of time where I felt like I was, we were going a little bit slower and I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm, I'm back like I'm back as a full time working mom like let's do this and then stepped on that gas pedal and now I'm kind of like oof how am I gonna do We're this break so <laughs> I'm definitely trying to figure that out right now for myself mm. and hopefully um realizing how to set those boundaries will help meet certain deadlines mm. I have confidence that you will
1: yeah
0: yeah it'll work out Awesome.
1: Well, that was not too bad, was it? (laughs) I feel like we were all, um, I mean, to be honest, when we were, you know, thinking of this episode, we were going back and forth about whether we should do this because it can be really hard to have a conversation like this with your friends and coworkers. Um, But I feel like this was really helpful. And it means now doing it in an open forum means that we can also hold each other Mm -hmm. accountable and hold each other kind of even sounds a little bit more like like we're like policing each other, I think it's more like being able to support the person. Yeah. Like if yeah, they've openly yeah. said this is something I want to work on, mm-hmm. help them work on that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, hopefully for anyone who is going through also review processes at work, you found this to be helpful. Um, maybe it sounds like stuff that you've done on the job or maybe if it doesn't and you feel like it could be a good direction to go in, maybe you can talk to your HR person. Um, what you've seen us go through are some of the closed ended questions that go through a 360 review. They're also open-ended questions. So after you give like a yes or no, or a scale rating of one to two, or you know maybe like under average, average, or above average, you can also um, sometimes in the forms they might ask you to elaborate. So to give some examples, things like that. If you want a more thorough breakdown of steps, if you're interested in either suggesting to your organization about implementing the 360 review or you just want to know more about it, you can go check out um, SurveyMonkey. They have a template as well and some example questions, and we've included that link in our show notes.
0: Yes, and with today's episode discussing the pros, the cons, and reflecting on personal experiences, help me to think about the future of ABG's team and ways we can continue to build and support our team. So we hope you all enjoyed learning about this topic as much as we did and going down memory lane of our past corporate job experiences and receiving feedback. As always, thank you so much for tuning in.
2: If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash Asianbossgirl slash support or get some merch at
0: asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dairy ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at Asian Boss Girl.
1: If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one.
0: In addition to our main show that releases every Thursday, we now each host mini-shows that release on Tuesdays. Tune into K-Dreaming with Mel, Living Well with Janet, and Spill the Baby Tea with Helen. Each week, we release a new episode of one
2: of
1: the shows right here on the Asian Boss Girl feed. So be sure to tune in to us on Tuesdays and Thursdays.
0: And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode.
2: Bye. Bye!